making a circle around Dan. The dark, cloaked group were not the only ones making their way toward the beach. In the shadows of the dunes, the square figure of a woman moved hurriedly along a path she had marked out earlier that day. The woman, Mitsa Dradinmora Dra, was late. She had intended to be in her hiding place before everyone began to arrive, but she had been delayed by having to help Dan Moon pull out a pile of moth-eaten rugs from under her bed in the spare room. And what was worse, she had to smile while she was doing it, because Mitza had to be a good house guest, and more important, be above suspicion. Consequently, she was not in a good mood. She didn't like being late, she didn't like sand, she didn't like walking, and she certainly didn't like what she called darned kids. Still, it would all be worth it, she hoped. Covered in sand after losing her footing down a dune, Mitza found her hiding place behind a small hillock of sand. It was near enough to hear what was being said, and yet far enough away to make a quick exit without being seen. She settled down among the spiky dune grass and tried not to think about sand snakes. Dan Moon, whip-thin, tall and dark, fiddled with the lapis lazuli stone that hung from a string around his neck. He had performed the midsummer circle more times than he liked to remember, but that night Dan was nervous, because for the first time his only child, Alice Todd Hunter Moon, twelve years old, and so now considered to have come of age, was old enough to hear it. Alice, who insisted on being known as Todd, was sitting at Dan's feet, regarding him with an unflinching gaze. Her dark eyes were glowing with excitement as she twisted her long, thin plait, the traditional Pathfinder elflock that hung down from her mass of short, dark hair. Just in time, she remembered not to chew the end of it. Dan watched the last latecomer take his place. He did a headcount and saw that all those from the village, aged twelve to fifteen, were indeed present. He checked his timepiece. It was important to Dan that he timed his talk to the very second. His father had never bothered, but Dan loved the sense of wonder that timing it just right always produced. It still gave even him goosebumps. He looked around the circle at the solemn audience, sitting cross-legged, muffled in their black cloaks, the younger ones had their hoods up against the chilly offshore breeze, but the older ones, too cool to cover, were toughing it out, and their faces and hair showed the typical pathfinder sheen that only became apparent in the dark. Dan held his lantern high and saw the completed circle of flickering points of flame. Silence had descended, and with it an air of expectation. This was going to be a good night, Dan thought. The atmosphere was right. He was pleased for Todd's sake. Everyone remembered their first circle. Dan glanced at his timepiece once more, took a deep breath, and speaking slowly but loudly enough for all to hear, including Mitza Dradenmora Dra, Dan Moon began. Good morning, Pathfinders. Welcome to our new people. Dan smiled down at Todd and two other twelve-year-olds who were sitting in the space reserved for first-timers. Todd smiled shyly back. It was strange seeing her father in a new role, no longer a fisherman, but someone who everyone was, literally, looking up to. Dan continued. Every year we meet in the early hours of midsummer morning to hear our history 
and to understand the secrets that made us pathfinders who we are and why we are a little different from others. These secrets are kept among us, and when we leave the circle, we do not speak of them to anyone else. Does everyone here understand? Dan did a 360-degree turn, looking at each person and getting a solemn, I understand, in return. Dan turned his gaze to the three sitting at his feet. To begin, I will ask our first-timers to promise to keep our secrets from all who are not pathfinders, and more important, from all pathfinders who have yet to come of age and join our midsummer circle. You may have brothers and sisters or close friends who are only a little younger, and you may feel there is no harm in telling them, but harm there is. Todd blushed. She knew Dan was thinking of...